Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday and welcome to P4P Real Talk. This program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug-free sponsorship in the world. If you are a drug-free athlete and are looking for a solid foundation to stand on as well as a vehicle to drive your goals, like what? I guess I have to answer because I'm the only one here right now, <laughs> like a Mack truck through ice cream, then check us out at P4PMuscle.com. And now let's talk. I am Desiree Fletcher Carruthers, and my soon-to-be joining us co-host is Kaylin Patterson, and together we are P4P Real Talk, and thanks for joining us tonight. Hope you've been having a wonderful August thus far. I can't believe that it's August already. This year is just flying by. And speaking of flying by, my youngest has already started school, which is absolutely crazy to me. Um, but uh, her school is almost a year-round program, so they generally start sooner than other schools and they quit later than other schools, which is kind of nice in some instances. But, you know, when it comes to bedtime and every other kid is outside still playing and she has to go to sleep, yeah, not so much. She doesn't think that's so exciting. But beyond that... It has been a good summer. It has been a full summer. In fact, this August, um, just absolutely crazy. Last weekend, Kaylin, uh, my husband Corey and I were at the uh, INBA, PNBA, North American, which was a great show. And uh, as soon as Kaylin has a chance to jump on, we're going to recap that show. This weekend, we are headed to the Wisconsin Dells. You know what's up. If you listened earlier this week, you got the latest update and scoop on P4P Undefeated. And I'm telling you what, folks are excited. I'm already seeing uh, Facebook posts that athletes are on the road and they are ready to do battle, getting their final workouts in final meals, looking forward to rest up tonight, have a good sleep, and be ready to hit it hard tomorrow. And I'm telling you something. This show, the orchestration of this show is crazy, absolutely crazy. I'm going to be on stage. That's that's kind of crazy in and of itself. And then there's going to be a hype man, um, maybe some dancing, some dancers. I don't know. I can't give it all away. But then I also understand that maybe we're going to see um, – Bumblebee from Transformers. Um, I don't know, but rumor is he may be a guest poser for the show. So, guys, I think we are going to have a whole lot to be updating on. It's it's just going to be absolutely crazy. Kalen Patterson, are you ready? Are you ready for this weekend? Uh, actually, after hearing about that Transformer X uh, bag, I I don't think I have a clue what to expect and what these guys are doing because it's so extreme. I mean, I'm just really blown away, you know, with everything that's going on. And, and like, you keep hearing these things, and I, I don't think my mind can really grasp everything that they have planned because it's so out of the – I mean, it's so out of the norm. It's so original. It's so new. It's like, wow, you know, it, it's insane. It is insane. It is insane. And, I, you know, I have a correction that I need to make. I don't even know what day it is, apparently. I keep saying athletes are getting ready for tomorrow. Actually, it's Saturday. But I was correct yeah, in sharing with you that there are athletes already headed to Wisconsin. So I feel like it's Friday already, and I'll tell you why. Because I've uh, I've been in my husband's taxidermist studio all day long helping him and oh, I, yeah. I've barely seen the sunlight so I feel like it's Friday 
because my uh, chiropractic office I'm working in is closed today. So I feel like it's Friday, but it's not. If it were Friday, we'd be on our way to Wisconsin too. So there yeah. you have it. Now, Kaylin Patterson, so I'm going to be the hostess with the mostest this weekend. Um, and actually, okay. Toys for Others is going to be guest, ju- not guest judging, test judging. So that's kind of exciting on our end. Fill us in on what it is you're going to be doing this weekend at the show. Uh, well, I'm going to be doing the uh, the Midwest also P4P interviews because you're going to be the, the hostess with the mostest and uh, basically be interviewing you as well. So that should be fun. Um, also, I'll be running around and checking out all the little delights that uh, P4P has done. And we're going to be doing the wheel and the guess that. I'll name that tune. So I'll be helping on with that. And um, it's, it's really an honor because the person that did it has just, um, you know, recently passed away. And for them to ask me to help with that, I was. it's really an honor. I mean, I can't explain how big that is to me because, um, you know, we both uh, just had a, a, a great time talking with uh, Missy when she was on the show. And if anybody wants to listen to it, check yep. the archives. And it's just a joy to uh, just, you know, re- you know, honor her and remember her in that way and be asked to help out in that was just uh, mind-blowing to me. I, I really wasn't ready, but I thank God to have the opportunity. And there you have it. And if you're looking for that uh, show in the archives, you're going to look for uh, Misty Love Soul. That's her first, not her first, her full name, S-O-W-E-L-L. Check out for Misty Soul in the uh, archives, and you'll be able to uh, tune in to uh, her interview with us. Um, It was about a year, a little over a year ago. I want to say maybe about a year and a half. So you're going to have to do a little bit of digging, but you will find it. Has it been two years already? No, I said, didn't we do two shows with her? I think one had Loretta and Missy and then another one. We did. Yes. We did. And, in fact, we we were talking about body shaming. uh, But one we were talking about body shaming and the other we were talking about her career as a natural bodybuilder. Yes, it's all coming back to me now. Oh, that's the song I just There you have it. Yeah. You know, and the crazy thing is, in trying to think through this and decipher, when you do basically 100 shows a year, and we're on our fifth year now, that's uh, yeah. that's just pretty awesome to go back and think about it. So it's, you know, to, to have recall off the top of the head is a little hard sometimes, but you are right. We did do two shows with her. So check it out. You're going to find it. Um, and those are both good shows. Even though they were a little while yeah. back, it's, they're good stuff. And, you know, some of this stuff is just timeless because topics, you know, the tips and advice that were shared, they don't change. It's just good, solid advice. And so even though the interview may be two years old, you can still walk away with something that is applicable to help you today. I mean, people's life-changing stories, you have motivation, you have tips from experts, you have Kaylin and I rambling on about we don't know what, which is probably, you know, maybe not as useful, but always highly entertaining. Am I right, Kaylin, or am I right? You are exactly right, and it's a lot. It's a lot of information that's factual, <laughs> but we never have to worry about uh, if if it changes or not because it's factual information. You know, every time we do it an is. actual show, it, it, it's just that it's going to stand the test of time because everything is supposed to be what it's supposed to be, and that's why we wanted to get away from bro science and all that ignorance because 
there's so much that gets in the way of true health and fitness that people don't have a chance to get any better because they're basically stalling off misinformation. So when you have someone like Misty sharing all that great information and people like Larita sharing their information, and then we have P4P blowing our minds with these undefeated updates, it's like, well, holy crap. And now, you know, they know what definitely our listeners know, but for the new uh, listeners, it's always a surprise for them to find out, you know, just how in-depth we can be with so many topics. So that's a, a great thing in itself. And I'm rambling now, but I'm just, I'm so blown away by this upcoming weekend. I don't even know what I I really don't. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is okay. That is totally understandable. I know our listeners out there, they're, they're feeling you. Um, so I wasn't able to be on Tuesday's show. I, uh, I had mom duty. Um, some things I needed to take care of. But we had Joe Manning on, so he was giving the latest and greatest updates about the upcoming show. But then we also had a special guest who has a phenomenal product. Kaylin, can you bring us all up to speed on what I missed on Tuesday and what everybody else who couldn't join us or the few people who couldn't join us, what they missed as well? Kind of give us the Cliff Notes version. Well, the Cliff Notes is at this it's the, the creators are Sigma Six. Uh, I thought it was Nibel, but it's not. It's, it's him and a, a bunch of researchers, a bunch of people that have gotten together and basically melded their minds to come up with this thing. That well, not this thing. This idea of basically helping out the people that are active in life, aka bodybuilders, sports enthusiasts, and people that are always sweaty all the time. Sweaty, sweaty, super sweaty. And they found this clothing that they made. They make this clothing that basically helps wick away. It's more. It's better than dry fit. It's better than uh, um, you know the the air compressed or whatever breathable. This actually takes the water and has it beat up and get completely off the skin and stay completely off of the uh, the, the, the fibers of themselves. And so what happens? is the person stays drier, but their their outfit actually stays drier as well. Well, they took another step and said, well, why stop with just the clothing? Why don't we have a gym bag that's better than a gym bag and actually go above and beyond, which it did. So then you have, now, well, now you have this Transformer X bag that is basically a home away from home. It dries your shoes. It heats your food or keeps it cold. Uh, it's solar power. What? Uh, there's a room to basically – there's a, a device that releases oxygen, a, a certain kind of oxygen, into the uh, the bag to keep it from smelling and keep your clothes uh, basically dry and, and keeps it keeps – uh, it just keeps moisture away from everything. And as it's doing that, it's actually releasing a chemical that keeps your bag from sinking and also your socks so you don't have that gym smell in your bag, and, and I, 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 the more I heard about it, I was like, well, the only thing missing is a microwave oven to basically heat your food, but then they have a packet for that. If you already have your food microwave, it'll keep it, uh, I think he said, three to four hours where it stays warm, nice. and that's plenty of time to get in a great workout and still have it. So we're going to be seeing that at the uh, when we go to, to see the prototype, we get to see all about it. And, and get our hands on it, and hopefully we don't destroy it. We've got so many people going to be trying to touch it. It's just mind-blowing what they thought of 
and just doing the research. And like he said, they had picked out every uh, every gym bag that had said they were above and beyond. And they said, well, let's see what we're going to be going up against and seeing how we how, let's see how we can improve on it. And by golly and by gum, they did. Goodness. I, you know, and two overall winners at the P4P Undefeated are going to receive one of these bags. And while yep. I am so honored to be hostess with the mostess, I'm, I'm really kind of jealous <laughs> because I do not have a shot at any of the awesome swag and Nothing. trophies and we crowns, Wonder it. Woman bracelets and tiaras. I got, I get nothing. I don't know. We maybe I'll get. I'll, maybe I'll finally get a uh, sampler packet of the uh, watermelon pop rock um, oh, pre workout. Maybe go. I haven't there gotten that yet. Go. I know. I mean, come on. What yes. does a gal have You're to exactly do right. just, you know to te- just to test it you out? Get a container with your face on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I don't even get a chance to have a container of anything with my face on it. I mean, these are just some of the things that are going to be hopping off this weekend, and I am so excited for all the athletes that are going to have a chance to walk home with some of this stuff. It is just going to be really okay. awesome and exciting. But, but okay, so I know I said we were going to talk about P4P Undefeated, and we kind of run away with that, but we've got a show that we need to cover first because it was yes. first. In fact, it was last weekend, and that is the INBA PNBA North American um, promoted by Doug Randolph that I referenced earlier. Kaylin Patterson was there as judge, and um, myself and my better half, Corey Brothers, were there to be uh, trophy peoples. Um, I can't really call us trophy gals because we were not all gals, but, uh, you know, we tried to do our best. It was a little rocky. It was a little rocky at the beginning of the show, but we worked it out, you know, as more winners um, were announced because there was just so much stuff we were handing out. I mean, really, and especially for the pros. There was a lot of – so, KP, judge's perspective. Break it down. Break down the North American for us. Well, I, I definitely have to say the two toughest uh, classes for me uh, came with the men's physique pro because they had yep. some phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal physique. Uh, one guy's stage presentation was, you know, hands and shoulders above what I expected because he he, he really brought. He stepped on stage as a pro. It, he, I mean, he just exudes uh, professional, and he represented well. Uh, the women's uh, figure pro was was a tough class as well, and you know we did have. Uh, I, I don't think it was across the board with the, with any of them, other than uh, you know the men's physique uh, winner. Everyone else was a very tough decision, and there were some tough classes, uh, amateur and pro. But those were the two that really stood out to me. Because uh, it, it, you, you just don't know who's going to show up. And I, I'm really surprised that people are always surprised about who they're stepping on stage with. But if you don't really expect to go up against competition nowadays, I don't think you come to compete because it's just not happening that way anymore. There's uh, there's a lot yep. of work that's going in shows, big or small, and the people that are showing up are definitely showing up prepared to compete. And that's no doubt. So I want to take a step back and uh, let's talk about the pro men's physique category. So shout out to Jacob Klesens. He uh, he was our pro winner, thousand dollar cash prize, plus a uh, <laughs> a huge belt 
and a huge yep. medal and a sword and other swag. But the thing that struck me here is that was a tough class, and, and he was a strong competitor. But this is the first time I've actually seen this happen. When he won, there was some disgruntledness in the audience. A couple of people actually booed <laughs> because I believe yeah. – they felt that the second place winner should have won, but you were very um, firm in the decision. It was like, no, the first place winner was the first place winner, and so you already yeah. alluded to part of what put um, Klesens on top. So his stage, his stage presence and performance, the posing, but what other fine details pushed him to the first place spot? Well, he definitely had the best conditioning. And, you know, there were guys, and I, I could understand if the audience wasn't aware of the PNBA criteria, how they could cause, how they could have some confusion. Because, like I said, the second place winner had a stage professionalism that was just phenomenal. And he owned the stage as he did that presentation. He just didn't have the conditioning that ran along with it. Everything he did, other than conditioning, had him in the top three. But because of his lack of conditioning, he, I mean, he, he was conditioned. And, you know, any other show, he probably would have won. It's just that he was that much better with how he presented mm-hmm. himself in that format. And you can't dispute the criterion. And that's what, you know, when, when people were trying to boo, I as a, <laughs> spoke out because I, was, I, I wanted them to understand. And that's one of the things I love about Earl Snyder is that he does, say those things so people can understand ahead of time. So even though they might look a certain look and they do a great presentation, if they're not first place, you can't go because I like the way this guy looks. He should win. There's a there's a criteria that we have to adhere to as judges, and if we're not doing it, then we're not doing our due diligence to make sure that organization, we're to represent that organization for the competitors on the stage because the competitors are going off of the criteria that's being told that they have to do to represent. This is what they're expecting to do. This is what they're expecting to see. And this is how they're expecting to be judged. If we're not doing that, and then someone basically wins because they look like the best person out there or how they, you know, how they think they should be placed, then we're not doing the due diligence of criteria representation of the organization or the allotment of what the uh, uh, competitors brought to stage expecting to be judged with. And you just simply can't do that. I don't know any organization that would last too long if they're basically saying this person looks best or, you know, it's not going akin to what the criteria is expecting. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. So that was one um, aspect of the show that um, stuck in my memory. Another was there were quite a few athletes, pro athletes in particular, that traveled from other states to compete um, at the North American. Um, One of them is a shout-out to Cambry Thompson. I think she's from – I'm going to get this wrong. She's from either Florida or California. I want to say Florida, but I'm not 100% sure. I'll have to check that out again. But – but uh, she was the uh, pro figure champion, so congrats to uh, Cambry Thompson and for flying in Florida. And then also Justin Hodges was the pro men's bodybuilding champion, and if memory serves me correctly, did he fly in from Arizona from the show? Was that him or am I thinking of someone else? 
the men's bodybuilding pro? Yes. Yeah, I think he was from Pennsylvania. Was it Pennsylvania? Okay. Yeah. So another state. I know, and I do recall there was another athlete that did fly in um, from Arizona to be in this show as where? Canada. Uh, Yep, Canada also. Yes. Shout out to Denaro Moore. He was the uh, men's open physique champion in uh, one of the uh, INBA, PNBA's latest pros. So we're probably going to see more of him. Yep. And um, and then we had so um, this this show was cute because usually for the smoke spokesmodel competition, you usually have women that dominate that category. We didn't have any female spokesmodel. Um, athletes at this show but we had two males <laughs> they did a good job one uh, was showing off his swimming prowess the other his uh, tennis form so uh congrats to neil heinrich he took second place into amir talab he took first place in the men's sports model category so <laughs> there you have it i i i just thought that was cute so anyway um and then and were, it was uh, cute very in what they represented in the sports model one was both were one was an actual swimmer, the other was an actual tennis player, and uh, very good at what they did. So you know, it, it's it's not just uh, the the stages they were good at; they were also very good at the sport that they represented in their sports model. No doubt, no doubt. Um, also, want to give a shout out to another standout at the show, Sable Smith. She was actually in the oh, category. Wow. She did. She did figure wow. physique in bodybuilding, and I appreciate the way the judges handled this situation because her physique was phenomenal. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we talk a lot about being in the right category for your physique. And sometimes there yes. are individuals that will win in a category that's really not the best category for them just because no one else in that category was even close to what a first-place physique should be for that given particular category. So even though the winner's physique may not have been quite right, it, there was just no other way that the voting could go because the other contestants just weren't – the other athletes weren't, weren't there. They weren't even really close enough to what a first-place physique should look like for that category. So she did figure, physique, and bodybuilding. And she took a first-place win in all three of those categories, but – the judges, um, based on the criteria, determined that her physique was best suited for women's physique, and they awarded her a pro card in that particular category because that's where her physique matched the best. So even though she could have received a pro card in any of the three, they awarded her in the one that was best matched to her particular build and where she is at this stage in her development. So I appreciated the judges at least taking that, you know, level of candor with their vote and then actually explaining that to the audience that, you know, even though she did, you know, she placed well in all three categories, this is where she belongs based on her physique and the criteria. I totally agree, and I love how they handled that. Uh, well, I, I guess I should say how we handled it. I, I keep seeing seeing myself uh, as a fan first, so yeah. But she's a phenomenal poser. She's got a lot, a lot of potential. I mean, just she's got muscles that could just 
fit anywhere. And, 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 you know, just the way she poses and how she holds herself, yeah, we decided that it's just it, – it this would be one of the things that she could be very good at, especially when you think about – I don't think that women's bodybuilding is shrinking. I think women have basically just taken a time off to see where they're going to go with female bodybuilding or women's bodybuilding. And, you know, if they're going to basically push the women into into a certain category or if it's best just to stay in the bodybuilding. Because I know at Lee's uh, show last year, uh, he had a great uh, group of, of female bodybuilders simply because they knew they were going to get the chance to compete against other uh, female bodybuilders. So we'll see if that uh, holds true again this year for the shows that do hold it. And we'll also see if it's something that can be done to be sustained for female bodybuilding. Because I don't think it's going anywhere. I just think that the women are more questioning, you know, what's going on and what's going to be, you know, down the road. So we'll see. I'm interested to see about that. But I know that Sable is a phenomenal competitor. I mean, she's got a great physique. She's got, like, a muscle belly for days. And she can uh, hold her own with posing with uh, the pros already. And that's quite a compliment considering uh, with the pros that's that's running around in the PMB. Yep. So I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, she's going to bring in the future as well. Want to give a shout-out to uh, Isamar Gomez. She was the uh, Bikini Novice and Bikini Open champion, and she earned her pro card. Uh, at the North American, right along with um, Bridget Vera, or Brigitte, I think it's Bridget, and uh, she was second place in the Open, but they awarded two pro cards in the Bikini Open class, and so Isamar and Bridget, congratulations to those two receiving their pro cards. And then also a name that uh, has been around the industry for a while, Ron Page, he was the men's pro bodybuilding champion. And um, Ron, Ron is, um, he also could be competing in the master's category as well. Is he closing in on 60 or is he 60 or am I totally just making stuff up? No, no, you're right. He, he's been competing for quite some time. And, uh, yep, yeah, he's and just, still at it. Now what, um, so, uh, no, no, there, there was a the, – the first to say, I wanted to get back to the Bikini Open because there was a good – there was a good – I mean, the judges had a tough time simply because this is one of those where, like you were saying, uh, it's it's a tight class. Um, there was a lot of disagreement um, in the audience, but uh, there was a clear-cut understanding of uh, who first and second were going to be simply because of presentation. Um, there was a certain girl that looked a certain way, but um, she just wasn't matching with the posing. And we talk about posing mm-hmm. all the time. I know you guys get sick of us saying it, but we see the shows. We're there live, and we get to see the end result of the people who just think that they have the physique that's supposed to win on stage. And then you have the people that do the presentation, do the criteria, like we were talking about earlier on this show, and get there just, they're just dudes because they're basically doing everything that the show is asking and the judges are, are expecting to see. That is the importance of criteria. That is the importance of posing. And we can't say it enough. I won't, well, I'll let Des talk about the tan part since I'm harping on these two. But we did have a person that basically <laughs> suffered because of their tan at this show as well. And it, it hurts. And, 
especially when people are traveling. That was the Arizona. That was Arizona, that fellow that came out of mm-hmm. the men's Suzuki. Yes. And uh, he just he is tan, bled out, and I'll let Dad say that because uh, I'm going back to this uh, women's bikini. Um, where first and second, there was the, the second place lady had just, she she worked her posing and she worked it where it's like wow I, you didn't see it backstage but when she got on stage it, it it she was really ready to be up there and uh, for bikini you have to own the stage and she did a great job of doing that and so you know Denny was was basically saying you know if it's this close then you know then we, we we'll just go ahead because you know if if we're having that touch tough a time then you know basically we're we're not doing the athlete any 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 service if we don't uh, basically respect all the work that they've done because some people this might be a one and done some people it might not be but if they brought their best and they they represented well and the and, and the scoring's that tight you you just I mean it's up to him he he made the call and I think it was a good one and I let him know that that and there you have it and you know the tan. I did not notice as much with the tan. In fact, I thought overall whoever was handling the tans for the show did a really good job because I thought the majority of people no, he was not looked tan. outstanding. He was not show tan. There was what? He was not show tan. He did I'm, it himself. Okay, so there you have it. And that's, I mean, that's that's the chance you take. I mean, for me personally as an athlete, if I know that I'm going to be competing, I will work tanning into my budget because there, it's just such a crapshoot. Um, I, there are very few athletes that I've seen do the tan. Yes, Ivy Potter, she's going to be at the Windy City Natural. That's another show that's coming up. Um, but very few athletes that I've seen do the tan themselves. Does their tan ever really compare to the athletes that have a professionally done spray tan? And no. a spray tan, a I should say a competition-grade spray tan, because we've had some athletes in the past that will just go to your, you know, whoever their regular tanning salon is if they're local and they get tanned there. And that tan is nowhere near as dark as what you will need for competing. So I say if you can do it, get it done. Let someone spray you. Let them handle the touch-ups. Don't worry about it. They bleed far less. Um, They stand up better in the lights. They're smoother. The color is more consistent. There have been times where a tanner has had a bad batch and people have turned out green. And no, most of the time those tanners are ethical and they try to make it right as best they can. But for the most part, it's, you're going to come away with a better product. Okay. This is a good question. And since we're on tan and I'm going to ask it, uh, Sarah says, you guys keep harping on tans. I don't think we harp on it. We do say it a lot. <laughs> but she says, what are some of the good spray tanning companies out there? Well, you know, Sarah, that's a great question. And the majority of shows will have a, uh, an official tanner for the show. Um, so okay. they'll already bring in an organization, yeah, a pro tanner. So they'll already bring in a group that they've contracted with to handle tanning for that particular competition. So you don't have to go out and search for um, 
someone to handle the tanning. Now, if for some reason a show doesn't have one and you're trying to identify who to handle the tanning for you, it's really going to vary by location. In Des Moines, um, if I'm doing local or if I know I'm traveling, and, and, and I've done this a couple of times, um, I will go ahead and get tanned in Des Moines, and if I'm traveling close enough, I'll go ahead and go to the show because I'm that confident in her tan. I've never had any issues with it. It's never run. I know that I'm not going to need a ton of touch-ups, and I just roll with it. But for the most part, I use the tanner that they bring to the show. So you really just have to ask local competitors in your area who they like. Yes, Ivy Potter is great, but Ivy Potter can't be everywhere. So unless she is the official tanner for a show, or unless you're in the Illinois, Indiana area, if you're there, Ivy Potter's great. If you're not, ask someone for a referral if your particular show doesn't have an official uh, tanning sponsor. Mm -hmm. And I'll give some names out there. I know Liquid Sunrays is really good. Um, who, who is Shanna Clemens with? Uh, I can't think of the. Is that Liquid Sunrays as well, or just, is that uh, another? Uh, no, it, it's not. Um, hold on. In fact, is she the official tanner for? She's with Tan Perfect. Yes, there you go. Yes. That's so Shannon Clemens is with Tan Perfect. Yep, T-A-N-P-E-R-F-E-K-T, yes. Yes. And, again, I am not sure where she is based at because I I mostly just use her when she is at a given show. So um, I am not sure what her local, where she calls home, but, you know, you can always reach I'm out and sure. find out. So she's a good one, Ivy Potter. They, well, so okay, there's a yeah. couple. These are the names we're given because we, we've seen their work. Um, they do exceptional, and they're very passionate about what they do. And uh, I know Shanna has a great team that she takes along because she does the bigger shows with the bigger numbers. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that basically try to, to keep the money in their pocket and basically limit the number of tanners they have. There's some people that are just incredibly gifted with their time, and they know how to do a, a coat or two coats in a time frame, they've got a great setup for that. And then, you know, basically they're the ones, and, you know, I, you really got to, you really got to do your homework if you're going to basically go in alone and do it, uh, some tan in the city because they're used to doing college tans, uh, summer photo shoot tans or modeling uh, tans, and they just don't go dark enough for what you're going to have on stage. The reason we harp on it is because if it's a poor tan, It'll basically bleed, and it's not pretty. And if the people don't understand uh, different ethnicities and, you know, times of year and all these other things, if they're not allotting time for that, then you have to suffer with that as well. And it's not pretty. And uh, Des can allude to it, and I can speak on it as well. It's just not pretty when your tan is basically falling off of you in the first quarter turns. It's, it's just not something a judge wants to see because you're basically seeing layered uh, nice muscular frames turn into washed out physique and it's just nothing you can do about it and you can't score what you can't see. So it's 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 something that might seem trivial at the time and like that says, if you're not planning in your budget, you will probably make that cut and uh, not do it or not do it effectively 
and and then you'll have to deal with the results on it. I have suffered with a poor tan. I didn't know any better. I was doing it out of ignorance, but I still suffered because of it, and it's something that I I definitely don't want to ever see happen to anyone else like that for me again. And there you have it. Um, a few more quick shout-outs, guys. Um, we want to congratulate Gloria Torado. She was the uh, Pro Bikini Diva Masters champion mm-hmm. um, at the uh, North American. And then also a shout-out to Kim Linty. She was the Pro Figure champion as well. So Do you believe her a lot age? of great athletes. Good show. I, I, I don't remember her age. How old was she? 55. Oh, my. No, I don't believe that age. I don't. I, I don't think I, I knew that. Well, ID. good for her. <laughs> I want to check her ID. I just couldn't believe that. When they said that, I, I was like, no. No way. She has busted her butt. Uh, she's out of that team. Was it Anthony? I can't think of his last name, but he won the the team award. Mhm. Yeah, that was she's out of his camp, and uh, he's got to be doing some great things over there because I mean he uh, that that he, she definitely does not look her age. Well, and there you have it. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Natural bodybuilding, as long as you're. Uh... Joints are willing. It's one of those sports where you get only get better as you get older, as long as you're consistent yeah, with all true. of the things that go into it. So Great. there you have it, living testament. So good show, good show. I was uh, happy to be there and to support yeah. Doug Randolph yeah. and the INBA and PNBA. Yeah. I have no idea what you're saying, Kaylin. What? I said, Kathy, did you give her a shout out? Kathy, I did not, so go ahead and shout out for us. Yes, uh, she had another phenomenal physique, and she won uh, her pro. I mean, there's a lot of pros. I'm I'm, I'm still getting used to the North American being the pro-am, pro-am, where you actually have people covering every class because it used to be, you know, uh, I think it used to be just bodybuilding and women's figure. But now they've, they're across the board. So that, that was a definite uh, happy moment for me as a fan of the sport and the competitor. And just to see so many that actually showed up. I mean, we have a lot of athletes in this region. And we don't have any that, we don't have too many that skimp on their uh, preparation for the shows of this uh, nature and caliber. Nope. We do not. And so, Kathy, forgive me. I do not have you on my shout-out list, so we're going to have to get that fixed. And Do we have Kathy's last name? Uh, I can't remember. I want to call her something else, but it's only because of a promoter off the West Coast. So I, I would only ruin it if I tried. Well, give me a minute, and I will figure oh, out and what I, 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 it is. I have until you hear that name. How's that? Well, I'm sorry, you were breaking up. What did you say? I said I'll do some ad lib while you find that name. Okay, you go ahead and ad lib while I'm looking for the name here. 
Okay. Now, when we had the show, there oh, was here a it moment. is, Kathy Crow. Okay. All right. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, Kathy Crow. There you go, CC. Yep, CC Pro Women's Physique. So shout out to Kathy Crow, number four hundred three. All right, we got it. Kalen Patterson, carry on. Yes, um, we we have to get to the part of the show where there was just a, a very rude, a very vulgar, and very dissatisfied competitor, and it became a very ugly moment that was handled quite nicely. I, I'll, I'll I'll give a shout out to both uh, Denny and Diana for how they stay professional, even though the person, oh, there's old, there's old, how professional <laughs> the woman was with, uh, you know, how she did this, you know, Denny and Diana kept a moment from going incredibly south when things were being, um, I, I don't know, it was very rude of the woman, uh, very unprofessional. Thank God she wasn't a professional, but um, I, I hope to never see her at any show with that kind of behavior again. If she improves on herself, then by all means. But uh, that that was just very disgusting, very rude. And the thing that I, I had a chance to tell her before she stormed off is that she's not the only person on stage. There are other competitors, and they work their butts off just like she did. And to basically disrespect them because of how she felt she did, it it just takes away from the sport, it takes away from athleticism, and it basically makes it uh, what I want and what I feel. And when you have five to seven people, it it just doesn't, uh, it doesn't jive with me how judges all are picking on you to make sure or to ensure that you don't win. Um, She was the third place would have been third place bikini open, but she had been basically disqualified and and thrown from the show. And she was not happy about that, but we weren't happy about her behavior either. I can't think of her name. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Well, and that's that's quite all right. I don't know that we need to to go there, but I totally missed the scuttle. So was she awarded third place on stage and then was disqualified later because of her behavior or... Oh, yes. yeah. It, well, I missed yes, all of those fireworks, and unstable. frankly, I'm glad that I did. <laughs> but yeah. wow, well, you could have seen how well uh, Diana handled it. That would be Diana Kegel, where she she handled it so professionally. Unless you were uh, watching very closely, you would have missed it. I'm glad that she handled it the way she did, so the audience didn't basically go into a ruckus. Uh, and, and basically, you know, trying to deal with all the confusion that could have happened had it not been handled that way. So I, I give a big uh, shout-out to both Denny and Diana, and I love how basically Denny corrected that uh, before the competitor left the, the venue where the, the trophy had been removed from the person that had uh, did what she did and given to the, the person who was basically being uh, a good competitor and a good sportsman. I think it's very vital. I think it's very important for us all to maintain ourselves in a way that doesn't exclude the people that we're competing against. True competition is stepping on stage with the understanding that you might lose. And then you have to also understand that there's only going to be one winner. 
There might be five people placed, but there's only going to be one winner. And if you don't step on stage with that understanding, with you not being at first place, then you're not truly a competitor. We've all been frustrated. We've all had times where we thought we placed in a different area. But thank God everybody has enough sense to understand sometimes we're not right in that understanding. It happens. It happens. It happens. But to sit there and oh my and goodness, rude and vulgar language, and then demean the competition, and then go on a rant of uh, uh, I'll send you the the post. Um, I, I know you weren't aware of it, but uh, you know it wasn't just for that day. I, I was hoping it was just an angry person, and basically, if you had some time to breathe and think that you would correct it, she did not. She went on to the the social airwaves and basically photoshopped some pictures. And I think it's so funny that we had just talked about that. Uh, basically filtered the heck out of some pictures and just made it even worse because you know everybody's the devil and we're all out all out to get her and uh, everyone was out of shape except for her. So it's it just some people are just the beach. Let's just be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's competing is hard enough, but you do have to have the emotional wherewithal to be able to handle the sport. I mean, that's for sure. And that's that's unfortunate. But Kaylin is right. We've all been there. We've all been disappointed. We've all, you know, you can't win for, well, unless you're like Misty Weatherford or Meshack Ocean, you can't win first <laughs> every single time. For most of us, we can't. Um, but, you know, you got to take it in stride. And uh, and that's just part of it. So, well, anyway, you know, praise the Lord, it was handled well, and we will leave that um, as it is um, and just say, hey, ah, hope we don't see it. Hope we don't see it. I hope I don't see any of that the rest of this competitive season or anywhere in the future. I'm sure it will pop up, but, you know, we can all we can all hope that enough people will get the message and just, you know, if you want to throw fit, just go out to your car Scream and yell all you want in the privacy of your own vehicle and just let it all out and then go on with your day. There you go. That's all I have to say about that. There you go. So, with that being said. Hold on. It was a good show. I just sent it to you. Oh. You can read it over. Okay. I will read it. Oh, oh. And it was her first show on top of that. You want me to read it? I don't, you know, I if don't you think want, I yes, want to read this, but if. No, I, you I, know, no, no, I don't want to read and then basically break it down for our listeners because they're thinking, you know, yeah. I might not understand. And, and I, 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 look, guys, I'm not picking on this woman. It's not because she's a female. I've been around mm. female competitors for a long time. I've even had to bikini bite some of them, and I have no problem with that. And I'm not doing a wink wink on that either. There are times when, as a competitor, we go through tough moments. I understand that. There are times when our minds just aren't locked in to where we need to be. I've played sports all my life. I've had brain parts many a day. But at the end of the day, I respect my competition, my peers, the people I'm competing against, never with the intent to basically be disrespectful to them, the people that are supporting them, or anybody else that's out there on behest of natural uh, bodybuilding. 
It has nothing to do with anything like that. I'm talking about a very rude individual. And Dad is reading this while I'm while I'm talking to you guys, and she can break down just how unprofessional this woman was and how disrespectful she was to her competition. This is not something that I took lightly. I, I put it on the airwaves simply to show you that not everyone is built or, or you might have a great physique, but if your mentality does not match your physique, then you're not a great athlete, plain and simple. We're, this is real talk, and we're going to be real talkers. Yeah, I'm not going to sit there and sugarcoat this and make it seem like, you know, oh, she had a bad day. The bad day was at the show. The next day it's getting even worse. So we, we, we're not just going to basically gloss over that. And, and, and you can't sit there and say that I'm picking on a woman because there's no point in me doing this. As a judge, I have to be balanced and make sure that I'm judging according to criteria. That's why it's there. I'm speaking on this because I saw with my own eyes what was there, and if she wants to filter and Photoshop a picture until she looks like the best person on there, you know, God bless her. But that's not what actually happened on stage. Yes? No, yeah. It was, um, it's kind of crazy. She she was she was very out of line um, in her post. And you know what, I, I could read some of the things that she wrote, but it's not even worth it because it is degrading to the other athletes. And the things she's saying just weren't true. Um, and, you know, she was right about one thing. Her posing wasn't 100%. She thought it might be in the 70 percentage. I can't even say it was that. But um, No. <laughs> I, and, and to be honest, I wasn't particularly impressed with any of the girls' back pose at this particular competition. Um, it's just not mm-hmm. a back pose that I like for bikini, and that's my personal yeah, opinion. Yeah. But I can't say that, you know, her comment about how she was the only one who nailed the back pose was correct because that's that's not it either. So anyway, that is that. Kaylin's not making it up. It's unfortunate. But, you know, guys, I'll just say this. When you're upset, if you feel like you need justice, go directly back to the judges and or it even I wouldn't even say the promoter. You could go to the promoter if you like, but you need to go directly to the judges because once you put something out on social media, it's there forever. And there will come a day where you're going to realize what you said wasn't justified and there's no way to take it back. And if you run into any of the athletes that you just insulted ever again anywhere, you're going to feel pretty damn foolish when they beat you again. Okay? Exactly. Because they were already ahead of you for whatever reason and if they continue on with consistency they're probably going to remain that unless they have a totally off day which happens totally happens I've seen high caliber athletes that when first place one show might come in second or third another and that's just how it is Um, and and I'm sorry but to call any natural athlete on stage who has dieted down fat, that's just not happening. I mean, clearly you can see athletes that need to work on their conditioning, but you can't call anyone fat. So anyway, enough said. We've wasted enough time on this. So just hit the ah button and we're moving on. But uh, please, please do yourselves a favor. Don't embarrass yourself like that because you could end up being called out by someone who's not as censored as we are, even though it's real talk. 
um, and your name could be out there for the whole world and someone talking about, you know, what what a poor sport you were, and that's putting it mildly. So moving on. Yes. Moving on. We have less than 10 minutes left. And, oh, um yeah, that's it. And I thought this was going to be a short show. You know, I don't know why I always keep fooling myself that anytime Kaylin and I are on this show by ourselves that it's going to be a short show because we end up just filling the hour like it's nobody's business. And I don't know if you guys just went to sleep on us out there and don't have any questions at all because you've been kind of quiet out there in listener land, but I guess evidently Kaylin and I have had no trouble filling the air time. We've been rattling on pretty good tonight. But uh, – one thing I did want to touch on for tomorrow's not tomorrow's dang it I feel like it's Friday and it's not <laughs> for um P for P undefeated is that there are I just want to let you know what categories we're going to be seeing so just just so you have an idea of the uh, variety of athletes that are going to be there. And there are going to be several pro cards that are awarded at this show as well. So there's going to be pro bikini and pro men's bodybuilding. So we've got those two two, uh, pro classes going on. There's going to be novice figure, novice classic physique, and novice bikini. We've got master's figure, both 40 and 50 plus. We've got master's bikini, 40 plus. We've got Masters Women's Bodybuilding, 50-plus. We've got Masters Men's Bodybuilding for the 40, 50, and 60-plus categories. We've got Women's Physique, 40 and 50-plus, and Men's Physique, 50-plus. So look at those mature athletes that are going to be out there, those veterans, all age range. Again, this is I'm just emphasizing this is not for the 20-somethings or just the early 30-somethings, this is for anybody who has a desire and a passion for muscle, health, wellness, and they're not afraid to get on out there. It doesn't matter your age. You can come out and kill it. There's going to be uh, open figure, short and tall category, pro card qualifying class. There's open women's bodybuilding. We're going to have men's physique, lightweight and heavyweight. This is also a pro qualifier. There is women's physique. There's going to be men's bodybuilding, lightweight and heavyweight. This is a pro qualifier. Bikini, short and tall. This is a pro qualifier. And men's classic physique, that's also a pro qualifier. So an opportunity for five pro cards to be given away. So there's going to be a lot, a lot, a lot of good muscle up on stage this weekend. I'll see. I, I hope we get to see some of those uh, men's physique pros that were at the at the NBA because they 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 represented well uh, women's figure as well, but just that men's physique the way they did the presentations it was it was really something to watch and as a judge I got a lot of love and uh, appreciation for what they did. That's to me that's how you do it. That's the caliber of what professional uh, competition should look like. No doubt. I mean, I do hope we see some of the athletes from the uh, North American because they're show ready. So if they're able to handle back-to-back peak weeks, this could be a great opportunity for opportunity <laughs> opportunity hey, for them. Yeah, um, would also love to see some of the winners from the Rumble on the River there yes. as well. That show wasn't that long ago. Another opportunity for the athletes to do some fine-tuning and tweaking and get back on stage while they're able. 
And then also um, Matt Eastock that we had on the show a couple weeks ago. He was the uh, transformation winner at the Rumble on the River and also the um, oh, men's classic physique, Kalen. Was that his category yes. that he yes. broke at the pro card in? Yep. Um, he's going to be there. He's going to be repping his clothing line, though. He's not going to be competing, but he's looking forward to uh, – taking part in the action and uh, meeting lots of folks. So if yeah. anyone's listening and they're going to be at the P4P Undefeated, make sure you stop by and check yes. him out as well. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. We got some homeboys that are, are, are showing their little side right now, but there's I have three of them. We got Mark, Jerry, and Jim, and all of them want to know if we're going to have time to talk to uh, Christina Flandry. Well, heck Yeah. If she's got time for us, well, I say we, Kaylin, I'm sure we'll have time for her. So we're going to try and talk with as many folks as we can out there. You sound a little I'm just going to say it like You know, and that's funny because it's normally the the ladies out there, and they're being awfully quiet on this one. But the guys are chirping in tonight for Christina, but yes. We're definitely going to uh, try to talk to as many folks as we can. I'm going to uh, try to be part of the interviews when I can, if I can, but I know Kaylin will have it covered. So it should be good. Miss my PIC, that's for sure. But, guys, <laughs> you sounded a little thirsty. I, I, I just got to put that out there. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey. I guess because it is real talk, you know, it, and Kayla, he's going to call you out like he did, whether if you're making too much noise in the background or if you're sounding thirsty, you run the risk of getting called out on the show, but that's okay. There you have it. Just, make, <laughs> just makes it a little more entertaining. So with that being said, any last thoughts, Kaylin Patterson? Yes, uh, this one is from Sharon. That's being a, a mistress of ceremony, how do you feel? I am so pumped. I, I'm, and it's probably a good thing that I'm more pumped than I am nervous because there are so many moving parts, and I really, really, really want to do a good job with this and uh, not have any flub-ups. So I, I'm just ready to do it, guys. Female question. What outfit did you decide well, here's the deal. <laughs> so I decided on the white jumpsuit, that style, um, mainly because I could get that one in time, but they sent me the wrong color. So I'm going to oh. be wearing the design that you've seen, but it's more of a peach color. I'm going to roll with it. There's no time to do anything about it. So I'm just going to adjust the shoes, roll with the color. I think we'll be fine. And there you have it, ladies. <laughs> Goodness gracious. <laughs> and there you have it. Yeah, I, I, and I if you're so wondering what I'm talking <laughs> <laughs> if you're wondering what I'm talking about, I had posted on my personal uh Facebook page several options. I wanted to go with a uh more classy, dressy jumpsuit um for the show. And so I had several options that I shared and was asking for um people to let me know their thoughts. And the top two, I tried to order so I could um, get them tried on in time. I received one. The other was going to take too long. 
So that's how the decision was made. Aside from the color, cool. I'm pretty happy with it. And there Taylor you Patterson, it. what are you wearing? I'm just going to be P for P out of style, I'm telling you. It's going to be P for P all day, all day. <laughs> all day, all day. Yes. All I have to do is run you need, around. We need I'm to get you a Snickerdoodle t-shirt. Yes. If we, uh, yeah, you know what? I I'm think gonna... I'll have one. Made. But I had, okay, this was a good one. This is from Reginald. He said, I think you guys should have a shirt that says P for P-R-T with Des and KP. I don't know how we can <laughs> that. would that, be so but I cool. Think that's pretty, because we've already got the MWM, and I'm still working on a moniker for that. But I think that's Brendan, I, I, I'll give you credit on that. I think that's a pretty clever one. I think we'd have to do a front and back instead of a top and bottom. But, yeah, I, I, I think that could work. Des, what do you think? Well, I think so, too. We're just going to have to talk to the P4P boys and say, hey, get on it. We need a snickerdoodle shirt, and we need a P4P RT with Des and KP. Got to have it. I think that's a new hashtag right there. There you go. I like it. And there you go. All right, my friend, snickerdoodle shout-out. Well, I got to go with the chocolate way for the win since one of my clients Decided that she loves chocolate more than Snickerdoodle. Angela, again, you <laughs> broke my heart. Oh, thank you, Angela. Thank yeah. you, Angela. Yeah. I've got my arm raised right here. <laughs> so, well, on behalf of Angela, no, no, I got to say it's so funny because she hurt her knee uh, after she got her uh, tub of chocolate whey. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying what I'm saying. When she was on Snickerdoodle, you're saying no you injuries. tripped her. No. You're saying you tripped her because you were being no. you were being passive aggressive, and look what happened. That's all right, Angela. We I, know. Thankfully, we know I what's up. I got your back. I was nowhere in the vicinity when this accident happened. It didn't happen at the at the gym. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm still going to say on behalf of Angela, hashtag chocolate wave for the win, Kaylin, the boys from P4P Muscle, and myself, your body is a temple, so let's build it. With the-